Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. On DAB+, online, via the TalkSport app, and on your smart speaker. Women's Football Weekly with Shabana Hearn and leading guests from the world of women's football. Cuts back onto her right foot oh. and finds the net! On TalkSport 2. Hello, good evening. How are you? Happy Monday to you and welcome along to Women's Football Weekly. The Big 50 comes up for Captain Kim as Arsenal put four past West Ham. And uh, there could be trouble here. It's Little who scores again. And that is 50 goals in the WSL for Kim Little. Oh, in the form of her life. Also, Jean-Luc Vasseur loses his first game in charge as Everton slipped to defeat against Brighton. Artist decent ball in, and Brighton have the lead. Aileen Whelan with the goal. And it's the travelling seagulls who are flying into the lead. Uh, it's the return of Women's Football Weekend as Women's Football takes centre stage during the men's international break. How kind of them. And we've got live commentaries for you on TalkSport 2. What an opening weekend of the WSL season on TalkSport. And we're also going to be chatting to the WSL Player of the Month, Katie McCabe, about an impressive season so far. This is Women's Football Weekly, National Radio's only dedicated women's football show. Women's Football Weekly with Faker Others. Hi, I'm Leah Williamson from Arsenal Women, and you can follow the WSL on TalkSport 2. Howdy there, how are you? Hope you had a lovely weekend. Shabam with you here in for Faye for the next wee while. Faye doing very well, off having a wee baby at the moment. Hope all is well where you are as well. Alongside me, live on Zoom tonight, former Tottenham Hotspur captain Jenna Scalacci. Good evening, how are you Jenna, you all right? Evening, yeah I'm well thank you. Lovely to have you on the show tonight. How was your weekend? Yeah good, I was um, down at the Tottenham Manchester United match yesterday so... So I'm happy. Yeah, I bet you're happy here. That was that was decent. Not only the goal was absolutely uh, fantastic and quite unexpected, but we will talk about it soon, Jenna. But Spurs looking in tip-top shape at the moment, shall we say? Yeah, definitely. They've got off to a, a, a really, really good start and they just look so organised and just 
everyone knows everyone's roles on the pitch they mm. just look hungry and really together but I'm sure we'll touch on that in a bit but yeah really positive start for Tottenham so it's great to see totally agree and there's something about Rianne Skinner at the moment she's got that little glint in her eyes a little glimmer a little cheeky smile I'm like what's she got up her sleeve it's one of those things as well when you look at the organisation um, of all the team and you see it kind of coming together when we're getting this far in as it's six games into the WSL uh, you're starting to see the form of all the teams and you know we, what we didn't see yesterday um, against you know Everton as well it's like I know they've just changed manager and we'll talk about that soon as well but you really want to see things start to come together don't you? Yeah absolutely and I think if we're talking about Tottenham I think it's it's quite remarkable that they've gelled so quickly mm. because there were so many changes in the summer there was 12 players that left and then wow. I think obviously the same amount that have come in and for them to gel so quickly it's a credit to the players and obviously the coaching staff and management that because they do when they're out there yesterday everyone knows their role they're so structured so organized it's it's like they've been playing together for seasons yeah interesting isn't it we're going to touch on it soon but first let's recap on some of the women's super league action from over the weekend now it's with g once again clipped towards fleming over the top she might be in here still going forward that's a wonderful goal I was really happy today. I thought the movement, the intention from the team was good. We score one, great bit of play from the team. G hits the bar and hits the bar. Should have been 2-3-0 at half-time. I didn't think we built on that, though, second half, but, but I'll take the clean sheet in the win. Remarkably, it's Leicester City 1, Manchester City 0. In the first minute of the game, Jess Sigworth has scored for Leicester City. It's only their third goal of the season. It's a mix-up at the back, a really bad mix-up. And Jess Sigworth just pounced on the ball, put the uh, the ball between uh, Taib's legs, in between the sticks, and it's Leicester City who have the lead. It's Leicester City 1, Manchester City 0. It might be a goal that just saves Gareth Taylor his job because it's Leicester City 1, Manchester City 1, Manchester City have found the equaliser, it's an absolute rocket from Caroline Weir, Leicester City don't deal with the ball that comes into the box, it rebounds off a defender and Caroline Weir absolutely smashes it into the back of the net and Manchester City are back in this game and I do think now they will have the momentum to turn this one around but it was a worrying first 20 minutes for Manchester City but they're back in the game now. It finished Leicester City 1, Manchester City 4, it could have been a completely different story for Gareth Taylor's Manchester City under pressure today but they get their second win of the season in the end they conceded in the first minute through Jess Sigworth she gets her first goal for Leicester City but then after that it was one-way traffic all City loads of chances loads of possession and with the talent that they have on the pitch they were bailed out in the end. Eichland's ball has picked out Rose and in eight second half minutes Reading have scored twice to make it Birmingham nil, Reading two. And uh, there could be trouble here. It's Little who scores again. And that is 50 goals in the WSL for Kim Little. A wonderful weekend. A really, really good run of results as well. Just hearing uh, producer Flo there in the in the commentary talking about that only being Manchester City's second win of the season. Jenna Scalacci with us tonight as well. Jenna, we're going to get to it very soon. I keep saying that, but I'm just too excited. I can't control my thoughts. Um, you know, Manchester City, only two wins this season. That's a bit madness, isn't it? Yeah, it sounds crazy when you say it out loud, doesn't it? For a team like Manchester City to only have the two wins. And 
I'm not going to lie. Yesterday, when I was refreshing my t- my uh, Twitter feed and I saw it was one nil, yeah. you think, "Oh God, is it happening again?" But you know, they 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 got it back and they they took control of that game after a, a, that first minute scare. But they they have had so many injuries that it. I mean, the list that has been so, so unlucky. Yeah, um, I mean, it's half of us is, is starting a living, isn't it? Sitting there on the in the in the stands at the moment with injuries, uh, and we yeah. need to speak about that in more detail. But let's focus on um, Arsenal's four 0 win last night over West Ham. Um, Captain Kim Little. I've known Kim for a very long time. In fact, good news for for our listeners. We've just tied her down. She's going to be with us in a couple of weeks on the show. But to make it 50 goals in the WSL um, and to maintain, Jenna, that brilliance throughout her career, she's something special in this game, isn't she? incredible like she she seems to still be getting better yeah like I don't don't feel like she's at her peak yet and she's amazing at at the moment she just looks like she's coming to a new level over the last couple of seasons and you know watching her last night a magical feat like that change of pace she's just incredible in that midfield for Arsenal and I think you know she spoke about her retiring from from national team and and how that's benefited her with her recovery and being able to focus on herself in those international breaks. And it's really like, I think that's going to help her as well to go to reach a whole new level. Mm, yeah, I mean, and, and I suppose with, with Scotland as well, having been part of that squad, um, you know, for, for such a long time, you know, over half of her life um, and from such a young age, I think now at this point with Kim's career, she's been focusing so much on how she can take Scotland squad to the next level. Um, and, you know, that's a, a whole new different, you know, kettle of fish and, you know, something that's going to take a lot more time and investment than just one, you know, solid player who wants to throw her all at it. Now she is just focusing on her club uh, that she also loves and, uh, you know, and has represented so well most of her career. You know, it's great to see that she's still in such amazing form. And well done. 50 goals in the WSL for Kim Little. Another for Beth Mead as well. Now, I just want to know what's in the water at Arsenal because <laughs> is it is it just the injection of Jonas Edeval that's just given them all this real boost? I think it's a mixture of things. I think with Beth Mead, I think she's obviously had a point to prove and she's done mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. She's, she's let her football do the talking, you know. She's gone away. She's taken that setback and... And she's worked on herself and she's put herself in a position now where she can never be ignored again. She's been on fire, mm. you know, scoring and assisting. And I think obviously the introduction of a new manager and someone like who they've got now, who is, you know, the style of play, you can see his enthusiasm from the sideline. It's it's great to watch. And the way they play that pressing intent with intent for, for 90 minutes is incredible. And it, and it requires all the players to, to, to do that style of play successfully so every player is important you know you hear him talk about the, the the finishing 11 being just as important as the starting 11 and when 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 he puts it so simply like that you know every single player in that squad is important and they can afford to rotate because they I mean, yeah. yesterday they had the luxury of bringing Maidemar on. I mean, it doesn't yeah, get much I mean, better than that, does it? <laughs> yeah, we're only bringing on the goal. We'll see how that goes. Uh, no, you're, you're, you're very right about that. You look at their bench every single time. Um, you know, there's so many. I think it's something like six internationals sitting on their bench yesterday, uh, which yeah. is crazy to look at it that way as well. Uh, Jenna, looking at the game yesterday, what positives can we take from West Ham's performance despite the scoreline? I think they stayed in the game for... They frustrated Arsenal in the first half, I felt. I think they defended well. I think um, they def- they were defending for, them life- for their lives for a very long time. And sometimes they were 
their own worst enemy in the sense they were defending, just clearing the ball back into Arsenal's into Arsenal's path. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, d- I don't think West Ham are going to be the, t- the only team that Arsenal punish. I- they're going to punish a lot of teams this season in the style of play that they play. They, they are on another level at the moment. So mm. I think for West Ham, it was to stay in the game as long as they can and then just try and limit limit the uh, the damage, really. Mm, exactly. Let's move on to Super Spurs, shall we, Jenna? I know you're keen to talk about that yeah. performance, uh, one all against Manchester United. So, of course, there was Alicia Rosa's brilliant goal in the first half. That was cancelled out by Rhea Percival's free kick in the 94th minute. Um, now, if you haven't seen it, it's, it's all over the place on Twitter go and check it out um, not that we want to come down on any players individually but goalkeeping from Mary Earps could have been a little bit better in that situation or was it just a bit of a kerfuffle in front of her I think the obviously the the, the free kick I think when Rhea was taking that she was never lining up to yeah. for that to go in mm-hmm. <laughs> I think for her she's got it in the six yard box into the danger zone she's done a job it had pace on it I think where the issue was, it wasn't dealt with by the defensive line, but the defensive line were kind of on top of Mary Earps, mm-hmm. you know, and she, I think she was getting ready for a reaction to save it, but the bounce just before has taken it into the goal and, and wrong-footed her. So I think, you know, from a Tottenham point of view, a goal's a goal and, and they will take that and they'll be absolutely buzzing with that. But from a Manchester United point of view, I think they'll be so, so frustrated that they've dropped so it's a soft goal to concede in the last, you know, 30 seconds of a match. So they'll be they'll be really frustrated with that. Yeah, I was just about to ask you as well. Mark Skinner will be disappointed not to take the three points from Spurs on this occasion. Yeah, absolutely. And in, in them, you know, dying minutes of the match, it's about managing managing the game. And unfortunately, there were three Manchester United defenders there and Mary Earps that didn't, you know, no contact was made at all. And it was the bounce that that the bounce and the pace of the ball that, that carried it through. Mm, absolutely. I'm, I'm reading somewhere that this is Spurs point, first ever point against Manchester United. I'm going to fact check that one. Yeah. Actually, I've wrote that down. Is that true? Is that true? Yeah, first that's true. Point? They've had Brilliant. seven matches. Well, previous to yesterday, six matches and, and lost every single one of them. And wow. I think the, the, and by quite a lot of goals, they conceded 20 goals. Tottenham had conceded 20 goals to Manchester United in them six visits and only scored three. So I think it proves that, you know, just looking at where Tottenham are now, they last season they won five games the whole season. They've already won mm. four. So it just shows they're in a completely different space. And, Absolutely. You know, defensively very strong, making it very difficult to, to get beaten at the minute. Yeah, I mean, let's, let's be positive now. Um, it, the moment Spurs are sitting in third place with 13 points, if they maintain yeah. this run, of course, with Manchester City having their injury frustrations at the moment. Brighton, of course, looking strong, just a point behind Tottenham. Do you think Tottenham could qualify for Champions League at this this point in time moving forward, Jenna? I think it's still very early on on the season. You know, only six matches have been played. Um, I know that the aim was to break into that top four. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they carry on with this form, I, I could see them doing that, that they are now taking points of the top teams where they've never done that in the previous two seasons with the Man City re- result and now this Manchester United result. So I think mentally they've had a shift in, you know, they 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 believe it now because they've done it. Um, but they ju- I, I know they'll just be focused on, on each match as it comes and not looking too far ahead, Can I ask not you? getting carried away at all. Um, let's talk about Everton and Brighton just quickly. Uh, a defeat for Jean-Luc Vasseur, his first game in charge of Everton. Um, and on paper, when you look at Everton's squad against Brighton, Brighton being very strong, uh, of course, under Hope Powell, but 
that could have been a draw for him. I mean, they held off well, but I mean, they would have been aiming for that win, wouldn't they? It's just not been a good start to the season for Everton. Yeah, they've had a really tough start. Mm. They've had some tough games and obviously the change of the new manager coming in. I think um, he's a, a really exciting manager. You know, he's he's won in, in France. He's been very, very successful and he's a very attacking style. You know, that's his style. Um, obviously, Brighton, maybe it's come a bit too soon. He's only been in post, what, a week or so. Yeah. Um, but the foundations are there for him. He's got a very, very good team. Um, it just hasn't clicked yet. Yeah. Um, so I do believe it will come. I don't think there's reason for him to panic. He's got good players there. The foundation is in place and it's just for now him to impose his style of play and get them working. I think he will raise the standards for them. Um, you know, with, whenever a manager comes in, you want you, you need to impress. So I think he'll bring them them top top standards and the players will have to to raise their game yeah you're right I mean when you read about you know the quotes that he's been saying he is you know a driven winner but he's all about patience and time as well so it's not going to happen overnight but it's funny you mentioned it just at the start of the show Jenna when you look at Spurs and all the change that happened in such a short space of time they're playing like they've been playing together for a long long time Um, so how much time do you give Everton to turn it around you know under that circumstance Uh, okay well we're going to get into more WSL action very very soon you listen to Women's Football Weekly on TalkSport 2 my name's Shaban in for Fake and others for the next wee while Former Spurs captain Jenna Scalacci is alongside me as well. And coming up next, producer Flo is having some quiz thought. We've time to get our thinking caps on. Okay, Jenna, that's your warning. Uh, we'll be back very soon. Ah, good evening. How are you? Hope you had a lovely weekend. My name's Shabana Hare and this is Women's Football Weekly on TalkSport 2, the only show on national radio dedicated to women's football. It's an absolute pleasure to be with you today. And former Spurs captain Jenna Scalacci alongside me as well and producer Flo Lloyd Hughes. I call her Google Flo because Flo knows everything and I'm going to prove that to you very, very soon. Uh, And don't forget, if you miss any of our shows or you want to listen again, our podcast is available on the TalkSport app so you can download that today. It's really easy and it's a great app, by the way. Just swipe left, TalkSport 2 is there and you will find us on the schedule. Um, Okay, and it's time now for Flo's Quiz Corner. I didn't get any music for this. which I was really expecting a I know. I tried. To, I tried to find something on YouTube, but there wasn't anything very, very good. So we're going to have to do it without. <laughs> so it's dry. We're dry. Yeah. Unless you want to just hum along. Um, mm. I mean, I didn't come up with this off the top of my head. I have to say, um, I have had help from uh, Opta Little Stats Pack on the WSL that normally gets <laughs> sent out on a Friday. It's really good. But this stat kind of blew my mind a little bit, okay. and I really wanted to share it with you and Jenna and turn it into a little quiz. Okay, Jenna, so, well, Jenna, how is your knowledge on the WSL, by the way? I mean, I take it as pretty good. Well, I think it is, but I'm not very good at quizzes. So I mean, this is different. This is see. a difficult one to get right, but I just think it's such an amazing stat that it doesn't matter if you get it wrong, you can just kind of bask in the glory of okay, it. Okay, we but, can just appreciate yeah. the beauty of it. Okay. Um, Chelsea have scored in each of their last 57 WSL matches, which spans wow. three years. And that run started three years ago uh, and in a match that they won 1-0 against Liverpool. But my question is, who scored for Chelsea in that match? So it's going to be one of their players from that squad three years ago. So it's not going to be a Penilla Hard or a Sam Kerr. Um, it's one of the, the players who've been, not Jesse Fleming, it's going to be someone else who's been in there a little bit longer. But 1-0 against Liverpool was the scoreline. 
and that is their sensational record of scoring in 57 now, including the weekend consecutive WSL matches, That's which is amazing. just ridiculous. It just shows you that they will always, always come back when they're yeah. you just think, no, maybe they're not going to score because we've seen that a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, actually, even that, that opening that day against Arsenal at the Emirates, yeah. even when they looked dead and buried, they still gave it's it a really good go and gave them the chance of still trying to snatch a point. So, okay. yeah, that's the quiz question. 1 0 against Liverpool. Who scored, scored the goal that day? That three day? Years ago. Uh, Jenna, do you want to go first? Just so I can change my answer no, based on yours. When, <laughs> I can't remember when she retired, so this could be completely wrong. Karen Carney? Oh, she good. hadn't retired at that stage, but oh, it wasn't, it wasn't her. her. Um, hmm. Okay, uh, I've got a couple of people in mind. I'm pretty sure she was captain that season, actually. She was because um, I think I, I went to see it at the Hive. Yeah, I think she was. She didn't play that much. I think she was injured a lot of the season, but um, I, I think she was. That, yeah, I'll give you a. I'll give you a point <laughs> just for shouting out Karen Carney. What <laughs> <laughs> kind of quiz is this? Shabam, what's your guess? Uh, what's your guess? Uh, I think I'm going to go. It's between in my head, Erin Cuthbert or Magdalena Eriksson. I think it's going to be Magdalena. Magdalena. Correct, Magdalena Eriksson got the only goal of the day. So there you go. That's my uh, quiz of quiz of the week. So maybe we'll come back. Maybe we'll come back with some more stats. I mean, they're probably going to be really hard questions because they're all going to be based off these kind of random stats that get thrown out. But yeah, what an unbelievable run to go on and it continues um so same again next week i guess yeah and thanks to big magda she started a real streak for them can't believe that 57 wsl matches uh without not scoring a goal basically that's absolutely brilliant uh jenna that's one nil me uh, i'm going to just keep that score for the rest of my life because that's the first time i've ever got a question right in a quiz uh let's go back to some of the games of the weekend then shall we so it was manchester city four leicester city one uh, now in the opening minutes of the game what happened was leicester found the back of the net um and that was uh thank you De- thanks to jess sigsworth and like you said at the beginning of the show, Jenna, you were like, oh, no, it's not happening again. Manchester City cannot lose this game. Uh, but they bounced back. They looked very decent indeed. They had to win this game and, and ended up Manchester City for Leicester City won. Um, based on this performance, can you see City turning it around based on the squad that they've got? I think yes. You know, they've, they've still got, even with the, the injuries out, they've still got world-class players within their squad. And I think gradually those injured players will be coming back in. Uh, Some already have. Um, And, you know, you could see what it meant with the celebrations after every goal there. Mm. You know, they they must be feeling the pressure as well as their manager. Um, So I I have no doubt that they will turn it around. I think they've gone through about the worst spell probably in their history as a club. Um, but I, I feel they've got the players to turn it around for sure. What would be um, a good turnaround for them? You know, I know we've, we've said this already, but it's quite early in the season um, to predict where they're going to end up. But they they must move up the table. Oh, absolutely. I think anything out of the top four would be a, a failure for them. Mm. Um, you know, you can't afford to drop those any points really in this league. You, you saw last last season how even losing a game can affect... The, the league table so 
I don't think they can afford to drop any more points as the season goes on now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it is a worrying time. If we if we got any updates on injuries, Google Flow, you tend to know all these things. Have, <clears throat> has anybody been updated on when we're expecting to see Horta and Lucy Bronze? Uh, so I think um, Lucy Bronze said at the draw that she's maybe about a month away at best. I think Ellie Roebuck is similar, about a month away. Steph Horta, I think, might be a little bit closer. I think she's easing her way back into training, but Bunny Shaw is now injured as well. <gasps> Uh, she picked up an injury, I think, in that semi-final oh, FA Cup nightmare. defeat. So she's been injured uh, for the last week or so. Um, uh, there was obviously more long-term, so Chloe Kelly, Kelly Esme yeah. Morgan are much more long-term. But I think we could be seeing Roebuck and Bronze maybe in the next month or so. And that will certainly help, I mean, especially having Ailey back in goals. Um, there was somebody I was thinking about of there, Jess. I've been talking about this every week. Um, I want to see Ruby Mace get an opportunity for Manchester City. I know she's only young, um, but I think she's got a chance to really prove herself and she's just not getting those minutes. Hello? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Now would be the time for them to give the minutes to these young young talent. You know, there's not that that the bench isn't that strong at the moment. Mm. So now would be the time to, I guess you have to manage her in, ease her in. But I, I have no doubt that she she'd be more than ready to 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 start for Man City and do the job. Yeah, let's see it happen. Let's hear from Head City coach uh, now Gareth Taylor. Producer Flo has been speaking to him about his patch together defence. Yeah, I mean, those mistakes are, are bound to happen when your players are having to play in positions that they're not massively Maybe, comfortable yeah. with. Yeah. Um, Alana Kennedy and Ruby Mace on the bench today. How is Jill Scott feeling in terms of playing in that role? Because she's played a couple of games there now, so she's getting comfortable, but it's still obviously not yeah, where she's so played before. Her, yeah, yeah I, I think that, you know, Ruby's obviously a young player who's, you know, we see as having a big future with us at the club. And, uh, you know, Alana's taken a little bit of time to settle. You know, I think it was... Um, tough after being in the Olympics and we know Jill there as well but I think with Jill it just um, we we had to use her there when Alana and Ruby weren't available and I think she's she's done well there and I think she brings a calming influence to the team I think she's a, a real good leader she's got a wealth of experience and um, you know I'm, sh- I'm sure that really helps players like Alex and, and Karima behind her and, and obviously Georgia to the right. Well, producer Flo, you did then. You touched on the whole Ruby, Ruby Mace thing with them. Can you just tell them that it's starting to annoy me a wee bit and I would like to see her get a start? Just pass that message on for me. That would be absolutely brilliant. Um, Jenna, Ruthless question. Does Gareth Taylor's job stay safe because of his injury crisis? Oh, she's on the fence. She's Ooh, been safety. Silent. Safety, Jenna. I think, um, <laughs> I think, you know, I think if they suffer too many more that there, there can't be any more excuses just given the the budget compared mm. to you know the other so many other teams in the league they've spent so much money you know and, and with that comes that that added pressure and and the need to win these matches so i I don't think they can afford. He can afford to, to to drop too many more matches. That's for sure. Okay. Um. Let's talk about Leicester City manager uh, Jonathan Morgan told Talksport that he's not feeling the pressure, but results do need to come. Do you feel pressure in your role right now to ensure that they can stay up? Um, no. I think um, we have a lot of belief in what we can do. I think pressure from for me comes from myself anyway. That natural drive to want to win. Um, it's never nice losing, and the whole change room will, will tell you that. Um, I think the club are fantastic because they realise it's, it's a journey that we're on and they know that we're at the beginning of this journey so I think the most important thing is that we focus on staying up first um, there's a hell of a lot of games to go in as you know with the WSL you, you can pick up a couple of wins and then all of a sudden you're right back in the thick of things with some of the teams 
Um, I think that obviously over the next probably from sort of December to sort of end of January is our time to shine with the run of fixture we have then and that's what we're going to look to capitalise as much as possible but we'll focus now on Brighton um, and, and just keep moving forward from there. Jonathan Morgan there, Leicester City manager. Uh, I mean, I think the pressure would be on him because it's been a tough uh, start to the season as well. Of course, they've seen the jump and there's been a lot of, of, excuse me, of investment from the club as well. So hopefully we'll see uh, positive signs from Leicester as the league progresses. This is Women's Football Weekly on TalkSport 2. My name's Shabana Hearn. Jenna Scalacci alongside me. And coming up next, we're going to chat to WSL Player of the Month, Katie McCabe. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. How are you? You're listening to Women's Football Weekly on TalkSport 2. My name's Shabana Hearn, in for Faye uh, for the next wee while. And former Spubs, Spuds captain? Oh, no. <laughs> Spurs captain Jenna Scalacci is uh, with us tonight as well. Hi, Jenna. How are you getting on? I'm all good, thank you. Good. Enjoying it's, the show. Good. It's great to have you with us. Uh, let's get through uh, a couple of the other WSL games this weekend and then we're going to chat to Arsenal and Republic of Ireland captain Katie McCabe. Uh, so Aston Villa, nil. Chelsea won. This was an interesting game because we saw the opening goal from Jesse Fleming and the only goal and uh, it, it was impressive I think from Aston Villa to defend so well against such a brilliant team. Yeah, they, I've been really impressed with Aston Villa this season. I think Carla Ward's done a fantastic job at, at similar to, to Rianne at Tottenham, really yeah. getting an, uh, some structure, some discipline and a really organised solid team in place uh, that are hard to beat and you know they they only conceded the one goal against a very very good Chelsea team so I think they they could be really pleased with their performance yesterday uh, on Saturday sorry um and yeah definitely you know I think they'll be they'll be 
they'll pick up some some good results going on for the rest of the season if they continue to be that hard to be and they also have their dangers up for, for themselves up top. Absolutely. Um, let's talk about Carla Ward as well. Uh, she actually, going into this game, was talking about going up against her mentor. Uh, it's known that her and Emma Hayes are close. Uh, she turns to Emma Hayes for advice. Surely Emma Hayes would have been impressed with that performance from Carla Ward's side as well. Yeah, I think she'd have been really proud. You know, yeah. obviously, uh, Emma Hayes is an absolute legend, isn't she? I mean, she's, mm. she's what she achieves and Unreal. how she, and what she's achieved with Chelsea so far over time. Um, she's she's the perfect role model for for Carla to learn from, and you know, you can see sim- similarities in in Carla's game and the way she sets her team out as well. So yeah, there's no better person in the game for Carla to be to be learning from. Did you ever have a mentor, Jenna? Anyone that you looked up to or guided you through football? Um, I had my my coach, Juan, for he was my coach for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a really, really good relationship with him and he just helped me so much in my career. So he was my mentor. It means a lot, I think, to have that good, solid relationship with the coach and not everybody can have that, you know, because there's always going to be personality clashes. But like you see, you think they're quite similar in a way. Um and, and having that relationship with somebody who's so fantastic in the women's super league uh, to someone who's just coming up that that ladder as well. It'll be interesting to see how Carla Ward's future goes uh, in the women's super league as well because she's doing so well. Uh, let's talk about Birmingham City, Carla's form club uh, against Reading that ended 3-0 for Reading tough time for Scott Booth at Birmingham City um, but again they have they have such a strong experienced team at times but it's just not quite clicking yeah I think it, it it's always I, I felt like this season was going to be really really tough for Birmingham you know obviously losing Carla who did amazing last season really to keep them in this league yeah and obviously they've lost a, quite a few players that have gone over with her which naturally happens um you know that they're, they're struggling to pick up that that first win they've only got the one point on board and yeah. fixtures are looking quite tough as well coming up um so I think between them and Leicester it's going to be a very very tough season for both of them but like you say Birmingham do have those experienced players which may may help them later on in the season if it does get into a, a, a nasty relegation battle there. Uh, Jenna, we've got a special guest with us on the show now. Uh, join us live on the phone. Barclays WSL Player of the Month and Goal of the Month winner, uh, Arsenal's Katie McCabe. Good evening, Katie. How are you? Good evening, guys. How are you? Yes, very, Hi, Katie. very well. Hi, how are you? Talk sport debut, quite excited. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome along. It'll be your first and only appearance on this show. Uh, just kidding. Katie, obviously, um, I have to be honest, Katie is uh, my sister-in-law, so we know each other very well. Just put that out in the open now. But Katie, really proud of you. You're working hard. You're getting you know, stuck into your training. You're very, very serious about what you do. And um, you're getting the results. But when you get these personal accolades, like goal of the month and player of the month, does that mean a lot to you or is it a team performance overall? Yeah, of course. It's always nice to be recognised um, for what you do um, and how you contribute um, throughout a month or a season. Um, but you know me, it's it's all about obviously the team performances and, and making sure we're picking up those three points week in, week out and ultimately competing for trophies, which is what obviously playing for, for Arsenal is all about. Yeah, but does it feel good when you get to win player of the month and go of the month? Be honest. You're like, yes. Yeah, it is. I mean, of course, it's a, it's always nice picking up the personal accolades. Um, but to be quite honest, like I wouldn't be able to do it without, obviously, the support of the whole team. Um, I wouldn't be able to 
it up and contribute to goals and assists like I do without the rest of the uh, the team. So, yeah, it's always a team performance in my eyes. Is there an added pressure to you when you do play so well? You know, when you go into each game, how do you prepare your mind to say, right, well, we need to continue in this every single game? Because at the moment you're unbeaten in the WSL. Yeah, for sure. I think it's for us what we go in. Um, obviously, with the busy schedule we've got at the minute, we are taking it game by game. But we make sure with the game we're going into, we're as prepared as we possibly can in terms of our individual roles, but obviously our, our roles as a team as well. So I think once we know we're prepared and um, switched on for that, um, it's all about going out and performing them. Jenna, uh, you've got... Yeah, sorry. Jenna, on you go. Yes, sorry. Um, Katie, Jonas has obviously imposed this new new style of play, very attacking-based. How's it benefited your style of play? You're obviously getting on the score sheet nearly every week now. Yeah, for sure. I think, um, as you can tell, Jonas has implemented how he wants us to play with that front foot counter-attacking football. Um, It's added an extra dimension to our game as a team. Um, but yeah, it, it helps me as well because um, whether I'm playing left back or left wing, I, I feel like I'm quite a front-footed player. I like to read the game and, and get up and, and help, obviously, the team create goal-scoring opportunities. So it's been great. I think Joe previously, he set the foundations in terms of the Arsenal way of, of gaining possession and keeping the ball. And then obviously, since Jonas has come in in the summertime, we've really taken it to the next level now. Yeah, you talk about the uh, Joe Montemuro laying the foundations. And, you know, personally as well, Katie, he really helped you as a coach. You know, he gave you that confidence to to go forward. How important was he uh, for your career now? Yeah, for sure. Um, I think initially um, off the back of my loan spell at Glasgow City back in 2017, I'm stretching my mind now, I can't remember (laughs) what year it was. Um, but yeah, he was he was the coach then. Um, I think I had two weeks left in my contract, and I'd just been training. And then he offered me then the contract extension, and you could say the rest is history from there. Um, sometimes I think in football it just takes that one coach to kind of get behind you and believe in you. Um, and for me that was that was Joe at the time, and yeah, he really put his, his trust in me. Um, and I hope I like to think I repaid him in in how I performed for for him and the club. Absolutely, and Jonas is doing that as well with a lot of the players in the squad because we've talked about Kim Little already um, getting 50th goal, 50, or 50th goal for the WSL over the weekend. You talk about Beth Mead, of course she's had the point to prove. Uh, Leah Williamson um, on amazing form this weekend. So many players in that team uh, seem so pumped by Jonas Edval. What's he like as a guy? Yeah, I mean he's uh, yeah he's he's, uh, he's calm. I, obviously uh, on the sideline, what you see is is the intense. Uh, Jonas obviously involved and wants to win, um, but he's such a calm guy, uh, soft natured around around the training um, ground, and yeah, he's, he's he's quite honest and he's open as well. Like obviously knowing the schedule we have, even right up till Christmas, the Champions League, there'll be a lot of rotation, and um, yeah, I think once you you have that honesty with players um yeah it, it's it's always a lot easier you know but um but yeah obviously all going well for now um and we're looking to just continue that uh Jenna I know you'll be dying to ask Katie uh, her thoughts on the North London derby at the weekend uh do you think Spurs can upset the apple cart for Arsenal this weekend Katie I know what you're going to say um <laughs> but you know it could it could be an interesting one this weekend Jenna it could be. I mean, I was at the FA Cup match and when Rachel Williams scored that ma- uh, the goal so early on, mm. I was like, oh, it's happening. But, and then obviously, <laughs> and then obviously Arsenal did what they do. And, mm. 
they, they were, I mean, you, you're, you played fantastic that evening. So it's going to be a really tough game for Tottenham and no doubt they'll have to have the games of their lives to get, to get a result out of it because Arsenal are just so, so in form. No, but, sure. um, how are you feeling about it, Katie? Yeah, no, obviously, I think it's it's always an exciting game to look forward to. I think as the years have gone on, since obviously Spurs came up and 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 um, invested in the team, the 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 fixture gets stronger and stronger and more competitive. Um, so it's always an interesting one to go into, especially obviously the ones we played then at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. It's always a special yeah. occasion. Um, but for us. I'd be lying if I said I was thinking about it because it, honestly we've got so many games to to obviously the the game um, on Wednesday too so yeah it'll be an interesting occasion of course um, and I've no doubt Spurs will be 100 percent prepared for us mm. as we will them. Let me ask you, Katie, how do you pronounce the name on Wednesday of the team that you're playing? <laughs> you you put me on the spot now. <laughs> Go on, try. What is it? I think it's. Um, Corgi, <laughs> my my Danish isn't the sharpest. But yeah, I can't do Jonas, it either. Jonas and Frida and Simone will know how to pronounce it better than me. <laughs> That's your task over the next twenty four hours: is learn how to say <laughs> the name of the team that you're playing on Wednesday's Champions League game. Uh, Katie McCabe, thank you so much for for joining us this evening on Women's Football Weekly. It's been lovely to talk thank to you. Thank you both. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, and by the way, Jonas and I have something in common, Flo, and, and I don't know if I've told you this. He's got twins and I've got twins, so I feel like we're instantly pals, but we're not pals. Anyway, you're listening to Women's Football Weekly on TalkSport 2. My name's Shabana Hare and Jenna Scalacci is with us all evening as well. And next, we're going to preview the return of Women's Football Weekend. Good evening, you're listening to Women's Football Weekly on TalkSport 2, the UK's only national radio show dedicated to the women's game. My name's Shabana Hearn and Jenna Scalacci is alongside us tonight as well. Now Jenna, it's time to get stuck into the championship because it's such a wide open competitive league, uh, you know, at the moment. And you've played in the championship before um, for a few years. When you talk about the championship and the WSL and that jump, and how a, a team can bridge the gap when they make it up to the to the championship. There's just so much more than just good football that's involved. There is investment um, and a lot of dedication, you know, from that club as well. When you look at the championship now, how are the clubs looking to you? Yeah, I mean, I, I've said it before. It's a really, really tough league to get out of. There's teams mm. that have been in that. Obviously, the investment is a, is a factor, but there's teams that have been in this in this league for years and years and years at Tottenham we were quite lucky we were only in it for two years um but for me I think Durham have been a team that have always been so strong so consistent um over the years they've always been in the top the top three four but I think that the investment they've just never had that that behind them um so for me that they're, they're looking strong although they had a shock to beat to Crystal Palace um, but yeah, Liverpool are up there. I'm not surprised by that. You know, that's their second season now. They've been there, so you'd you'd hope that they would be up there now, pushing to return to the WSL next season. Yeah, absolutely. And you talk about Liverpool and the manager as well being Matt Beard. How important yeah. is it to have a manager come into the Championship who's been in the WSL and knows what it takes to get back there? Yeah, I, th- I think it's massive. You know, it's as we've said, it, it is a big jump, and there's it, it's a totally different ball game to the championship so him having that experience you know been with West Ham is been with Liverpool while, before when they were in the 
in the WSL and he's also got players within his team yes. that have played in the WSL, mm-hmm. which I think is key as well. So they could they know the standards that are needed to be met for the in the WSL. And hopefully I imagine they're already instilling them and setting the standards for the younger players within their squads, which I think is is massive. And that could be the 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 key and the difference come, you know, May when when they're fighting it out for those positions. Absolutely. Charlton also doing well in the league as well. Uh, 0-0 against Sheffield United at the weekend, 2-1. Watford over Lewes and uh, Liverpool, as we mentioned, 0-0 against Blackburn Rovers. And London City Lionesses beating Sunderland 2-0 as well. London City Lionesses are a team that I think we could see kind of heading up the table and, and maybe climbing up to the WSL in the next few years with that backing as well. Uh, so looking ahead to this weekend, Jenna, it's Women's Football Weekend, uh, which is nice. We get a wee weekend every season to you really bask and, you know, having breasts and all that and running around with our footballs. <laughs> <laughs> but we look forward to it because um, it's the international break of course as well and when you look at this weekend Jenna how do you encourage people to get really stuck in and back the women's game I think showing up to the games I think you can't beat it it's a completely different ball game to to like a men's game the I was down at obviously the hive at the weekend and the mm. players were, were still on the pitch after probably 45 minutes after the match talking to the young fans and you know and as especially for for Tottenham in that match and then dying minutes the, the crowd were massive for them they were so noisy and I've no doubt that they you know played their part in giving them that belief that they could get that equaliser so late on so yeah I, you can't beat being at a ground and do you know what as well it's, it's it's disappointing that the the attendances haven't been great so far this season and I think yeah. with the the investment going into the game it's brilliant that we're able to now sit home and, and access the games as well in the comfort of our own front room um, but we do need to see fans uh, you know at the grounds watching Arsenal last night um, at Boreham Wood against West Ham it, it was just so quiet you know and it was a late yeah. kick off you know not till half past seven and it's a you know a dark winter's, winter's night H- how do they change that how do they make that better for fans and more accessible yeah, I, I, I still think it needs a bigger push from the from the men's clubs to get right. it out there. And I know when the matches are in the in the stadiums, you know, in the bigger stadiums, they, they the, the crowds automatically increase mm-hmm. because of the venue and and where it's at. I think that needs to happen a lot more. It shouldn't have to be just like an on an occasion like Women's Football Week um, in the past. So I think you know the the clubs pushing it more from their from their end on their social medias just all more together really I think the the crowd since we've got back after COVID they haven't been the same and I think you hit the nail on the head where you said you know you can just turn it on the TV now which is absolutely amazing yeah. and that's what everyone's pushed for yeah. so I don't know whether people have got a bit lazy in the sense that you know you can just turn it on to BBC or Sky Sports and watch it from the comfort of your own home when it is cold but you can't beat that match day feeling and and I would just encourage people to get to get to grounds but it, it needs more pushing from from the men's clubs as well because they obviously have that much bigger reach yeah absolutely and just even some of the male players as well you know shouting out the, the female players and social media can be so encouraging and so you know people just will copy you know and, and look yeah. and learn if their heroes are doing that as well uh, and fingers crossed we see more of that uh, and first uh, sorry moving on now let's preview next weekend's women's super league action with now 
Women's Football Weekly Preview on TalkSport 2 with a Now Sports membership. Stream weekly weekend matches from the Women's Super League live without a contract from just $9.99. Search Now Sports 18 plus, stream via internet, terms apply. And as we say, it's Women's Football Weekend. Everton, Manchester United this Sunday at half past 12. Um, and also Manchester City, Chelsea on Sunday at 3pm. Uh, feels like we're seeing this all over again. These will be some tough games, but Everton will be going for the win, won't they? Yeah, absolutely. That I think, yeah, I think that's going to be a really, really good match. Mm. I think Manchester United will have a, a point to prove. They'll be looking to get back on track because, as we said, they'll be so frustrated to drop the two points so late on. I, I think it's going to be a really good match, that one. I think it'll be close as well. Uh, but yeah, Everton, I think they'll be looking to go for the three points. Would it be interesting if Manchester City could uh, hold off Chelsea and break their unbeaten record or, you know, so many no goals in such a long time? Um, do, you, <laughs> do you see that happening this weekend for City or is it just a case of defending for their lives? Oh, I, I just think seeing the form that Chelsea are in, I, I think it would be a tough ask. Um, I, I can only see Chelsea win in this match, I'm afraid. Okay, and it's going to be a big one for Brighton. They're going to go to the Amex to host Leicester, uh, and the yeah. rest of the games are taking place in the women's side's main home grounds. Be interesting, you know, this weekend to see all of the main stadiums utilised while they're not being used in the international break. But the Amex will host uh, Leicester and Brighton this weekend. Are we thinking Brighton for this one? Yeah, I think. You know, I think over the last couple of seasons, Brighton, I don't think they get talked enough about. I think they've mm-hmm. been so consistent this season. I think they've got, they're just going, they're getting a bit more notice now with their results. But I think Hope Powell um, has done a fantastic job. I think Brighton as a club on a whole, that the support that they've given the women's team, I think they've got a, a great model down there. Um, yeah, I, I see a Brighton win. I think they're in great form at the minute and I think it's going to be another tough weekend for Leicester. Yeah, sitting fourth as well. You know, Brighton doing so well yeah. this season. Long may it continue. And it's just throwing everything out of the balance for United uh, and Manchester City. Uh, that was a look ahead to this weekend's Women's Super League action with Now. Don't forget, with a Now Sports membership, you can stream the Women's Super League, including Everton, Man United and Manchester City. Chelsea live on Sky Sports without a contract. Such Now Sports. Women's Football Weekly Preview on TalkSport 2 with a Now Sports membership. Stream weekly weekend matches from the Women's Super League live without a contract from just $9.99. Search Now Sports 18 plus, stream via internet, terms apply. And that's all we've got time for this evening. Thank you so much, Jenna Scalacci. It's been lovely to have you with us tonight. Also thanks to Katie McKay, producer Flo, and all of you as ever for listening. And if you've missed any of the show, you can download the Women's Football Weekly podcast via the TalkSport app and we will see you there. 